Well, we were just talking promotions with our friend Scott Schaefer, owner of Jack's American Pub. Probably no more famous promotion in the city of Milwaukee and beyond than the George Webb's Burgers when the Brewers win 12 in a row. But that streak was snapped last night in Chicago. A frustrating one nothing loss to the Chicago Cubs. Four games between those two squads. It's going to be interesting this final month of the season, and that's why we go to Sophia Minner. Sophia, could you hear fans' stomachs growling as we got a little bit closer to that George Webb promotion of 12 wins in a row? Uh, yeah. Um, I think when we got to you know the probably the 8 mark, I think people started to – you know, talk about the possibility of it. I think, you know, being so close to 10, I think it kind of built up a little bit more, but obviously 12, 12 in a row is pretty hard to do. So um, I think the, the Brewers were, were okay to put together one of nine. I think it's only happened three times, Gabe. Is that right? Three times historian, Gabe? Uh, two or three, yeah. In the history of the Milwaukee Brewers. All right, so you go out there and you get another one. What was the reaction um, with the team last night after the loss? Because it felt like that was a game they could have won. I mean, both teams were terrible with runners in scoring position. Yeah, I think more than anything, it was just like kind of a classic Wrigley wind game. Um, I think there were probably three balls that, four balls that probably could have made a huge difference in the game. Two of them, um, actually three probably with Tyrone Taylor Willie Adamas, William Contreras, that you feel like even just the night before would have would have been out for home runs, and just absolutely died last night in the wind. Um, there's just there's no other place in the league like Wrigley in terms of how the wind conditions sometimes even within the game and then just day to day can affect like scoring conditions like that. Um, it just you know when you it's really frustrating I think for the hitters when you have a, a ball that that is hit hard that you know is a home run on any other night or a home run in any other ballpark and and you don't get rewarded for it. And then, you know, to get shut out one to nothing kind of makes it more frustrating. So uh, it was it was a great pitching performance on both sides. Corbin Burns, seven innings for him. Justin Steele stayed in the game um, after being hit in the leg for six innings. So it was kind of what we expected on the pitching side. Um, but, yeah, offensively, it was uh, definitely tough to score last night if you were hitting the ball in the air. Sophia, there's been a couple scary uh, player safety incidents over the last week with the gun being snuck into the White Sox field and Ronald Acuna. What do you think the league's going to do to protect uh, these players? Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's it's terrible that that has happened, both of those, um, and, and especially so recently, like in back-to-back days, it felt like. Um, I know they're having some investigations into each incident, uh, the one at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago and then with Ronald Acuna um, and, and Coors Field. So terrible. I don't like I, I think for any player that's kind of like their your worst nightmare, um, especially with Ronald Acuna Jr. is like fans. I mean, we see idiots like that, um, but very, very, very rarely. I think do you see them actually make it and make contact with a player. Um, I think that's that's just a really vulnerable position for any player to be in. So, yeah, there, there will be investigations, and I, you know, I hope that those people are appropriately you know, punished for kind of what they've done. Sophia, the Angels are doing Angel things, and they're releasing nearly a fourth of their roster um, with Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, Dominic Leone, Hunter Renfro, Randall Gritchuk. I know the Brewers aren't high on the priority list in terms of waivers because of the successful season they had, 
But would they have interest in putting in a claim for any of those players? Um, I I don't know. To be honest, you're on the hook for the remainder of their salaries. And, you know, it, the rosters do expand. Um, I think we talked about this last week. The rosters do expand coming up here on Friday as we get to September. So you get to add one additional position player and you get to add an additional pitcher. Um, you know, every team will do that. And, yeah, as you said, they're not high on the waiver claim list because it's all determined by record with the lowest record you know, being first in the in the waiver claim pool, and then it goes up to the teams with the best record. So it is it is going to be interesting because you know with the timing of why the Angels did that is these players have to be claimed and added to active rosters by tomorrow. Um, they have to be added to a, a team's forty man roster by September first in order to be postseason eligible. So that's why you're seeing this kind of of salary dump. It's not usually don't see these types of moves um, and you certainly don't see like this volume of moves. And to be honest, players are placed on waivers often. Um, We just don't know about it. And I think just because of the magnitude of this one, uh, that's why it became a big story and and we'll see what happens with those players. Sophia, I'm hanging out with Jen Gabe and Chewy here talking about your Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, Sophia, simplify this for me. The Brewers win the division if, and please don't say they win more games than the Chicago Cubs or the Cincinnati Reds or the Pittsburgh Pirates. Don't do that to me. We know they're going to win more games than the Cardinals. Um, but what do they need to do in order to win this division? Like, what's the, the simplest way of going about um, winning this whole thing? Can I say win series? Is that just, is that too simple? No, um, I think that makes, I mean, sure. It's yeah, kind of the way I to think, have play just, winning ball. Yeah, I think just just win series. You know, I think when you're Looking at what is coming up for them, um, in terms of teams that are, you know, I'll start with the division. Like, after today, they'll play the Cubs three more times. We know they're done with the Reds. Those are the two teams that will factor in the most uh, with the postseason picture. So, in terms of postseason eligible uh, contending teams, you're going to get the Phillies at home this weekend. Then, um, after the road trip, Pittsburgh and New York, um, you're going to play the Marlins for four um, so that could be a good series. The Marlins are still very much in the wild card picture. Um, and then they're actually going to go to Miami on the last road trip. And then that last homestand is, is all division teams. It's three against the Cardinals and three against the Cubs. So I think they're, you know, they've put together a great record here in August, uh, one of the best in the league, 17 wins for them. Hopefully they can get another one and get a series win today against the Cubs. But, you know, I think the in regards to their schedule, it's not a lot of postseason contending teams however they only have two off days so there's going to be a stretch in there before the last homestand where they play 17 consecutive games Mm. um so you know that's why this stretch in august has been really big in terms of well obviously the winning streak and creating some separation in the division but also you've gotten some rest for some big arms like elvis Pagero, uel payam you know over the winning streak devin williams only pitched in four of the nine games that was pretty significant to be able to put that together without kind of burning him out because you know there's going to be a stretch here in September where you're going to need Devin Williams and, and those big relievers a lot. So they have put themselves in a great position here for September. Um, you know, again, trying to add to that division lead. So I think if you can just stack up as many series wins as you can, um, hopefully that, that can be enough to secure the division. And I think we're all kind of curious, like with that final Cubs series on the last weekend, 
what, what is it going to mean for the Brewers in terms of maybe hopefully clinching the division or seeding, uh, and even for the Cubs as well, if, if they're still trying to compete for one of those last wild card spots? Sophia, how serious is Hauser's elbow? I actually think they, um, they're they considering it to be pretty minor. I talked to Adrian yesterday, and he's been feeling better each day. Um, the swelling is, is not as bad. He did not they had, need to have an MRI or any imaging done, which I think is always a good indicator of how severe they think the injury is. Uh, he said he might start throwing even as soon as today, if not Friday, when we return home. So that's always a good sign. Like the, the shorter the window of being shut down from throwing is, is always a, a good sign. So I think they feel like they avoided a serious injury there. Is there something Willie Adamas figured out over the last two weeks? He's been playing fantastic at the plate, and if he has refound his swing, that makes this offense a little more dangerous heading down the stretch. Yeah, I don't know. It was, you know, it was interesting because Craig gave him you know those those two days off, and it was it was about two weeks ago. It was um, the the early part of August, and and Willie hates being out of the lineup. He. But I think it was just it was a good time for him to just sort of take a step back, not have to overthink it, not overdo, not press. Um, he got the two days off. He had a tough series in L.A. And then ever since that L.A. series, much like the rest of the team, he the results have been there for him. And it's it's been a little bit of everything. I think it starts with, like, less chase, which is something that he was struggling with before. I, I think it's it's opposite field contact, it's power, it's balls up the middle, uh, some walks are in there. That's not usually a huge part of his offensive game. But I think it's just, sometimes this happens, you know, like Willie typically has been a very streaky hitter. Um, I think he's finally found kind of a sustained period where he feels good about his approach and the, the results that he's getting. And there's, there's no doubt that this lineup like counts on him to be productive. Um, I mean, the numbers of when he's producing and what the team is doing with their record, it's, it's crazy. And it's been that way since he joined this team in, in 21. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been great to see him producing. I think it does a lot for the rest of the guys in the lineup um, just to get him on and his energy and all of that that he brings. So it's been, it's been great to see. And I'm happy that, you know, hopefully he can, like, finish the season strong and feel good about what has been a really frustrating season for him offensively. Last thing for you, Sophia. Apparently, the hard knocks cameras and microphones caught one Aaron Rodgers during a preseason game taunting or, I suppose, insulting an opposing player on the Giants, saying, I don't even know who you are. Is that the burn that Rodgers thinks it is? I don't even know who you are. Because you want to know something like in preseason football, I got to admit. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> I don't know that it was the burn that Rogers thought it was. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think you're right. I think that's probably I think that's true for preseason football. I think you could probably say the same sometimes for like spring training rosters, you know, or like even some of these spring training games and you're pulling prospects over. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that? I don't. To me, it doesn't feel that insulting. I mean, I don't know. Is it? I'd be like, I'm still. I'd be like, I'm playing in the same game as you, right? Like, <laughs> is that okay? Like, I'm on. I'd be like, hey, bro, I'm on the same team. And we're supposed to believe like, that Aaron Rodgers game. Like, I'm. 
I'm okay right now. You he's know? not doing I'm any prep for these something. preseason games, right? He's not looking at the opposing rosters at all. He's not aware of anything that these teams typically do. The other thing is, we're trying to figure out on the scale of cringy, is it below or above, don't you know who I am? Yeah, oh. that's bad. Don't you know uh, who I well, am? Yeah. yeah, don't you know who I am to me is infinitely worse. Yeah. Yes, that's hundred percent. Yes, in my that's... Opinion. Roger. Yeah. Ca- so, like, Rogers called the line "uncomebackwithable." <laughs> no, the dude could have said, "I know I suck." No one loves I mean... Aaron Rodgers more than Aaron Rodgers. Sophia, we appreciate you hanging out with us.